Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Morning Dump, a fantasy baseball podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? We're back with the Week 15 Report. Hope you all enjoyed the All-Star break. Lots of fun action went on last week. But I got to say, I really think we need a solution to this home run derby. I hate seeing guys crushing way more home runs than the winner and coming in second place. Everybody should have to swing as many homers as they can each round. It's crazy. Soto gets to come into the finals with this huge advantage over J-Rod. I feel like the same thing happened last year, no? Where Pete Alonso got to hit just enough to win while Vlad was crushing as many as he could because he batted first in the head-to-head matchups. Whatever the case, we need something like the three-point contest in basketball where each round guys are smacking as many as they can. And there's no advantages with fatigue heading into the finals. I mean, that's nonsense. J-Rod's whacking them into the 30s in the first two rounds. You deserved better, man. We failed you. Anyway, whether you're in Yahoo in the midst of your Week 15 or you're kicking it off on Monday, let's get to the Week 15 report. Kick it off as we always do with some highlights from recent action. I want to talk July numbers here. Austin Riley leading the league with 10 homers in July with a 1355 OPS. And it's not just homers for him compared to, say, Schwarber, who's got 7 in July with a 164 average. Riley is out here batting 423, and big props to him for propelling himself into the top five NL MVP favorites. Riley's followed by Matt Carpenter in July with eight homers. Big shout out to this man. At age 36, he's batting 377 with the top OPS in July of 1390 just above Riley. Awesome to see this man still crushing it, living up to his reputation of second-half domination. Bobby Witt Jr. and Ronald Acuna Jr. are tied for a league-leading seven swiped bags in July. Bobby Witt Jr. and Ronald Acuna Jr. are both tied with a league-leading seven swiped bags in July. And they're also tied with 20 swiped bags each on the whole season. They're neck and neck with a 258 average and nearly tied with a 762 and 760 OPS on the 2022 season. Granted, Bobby's played about 30 more games than Acuna this year, but that is a fun one to follow. Third to Riley and Carpenter in OPS in July is Juan Soto at 1265, and he's sporting a league-leading 515 OBP. He's really turned it on this month with six homers of his own, but the trade talk with him is nuts. They're never going to get what they asked for. Top five prospects on a team plus active players. I mean, I saw they just asked the Yankees for Dominguez, Volpe, Waldichuk, Nasty Nestor, and more. Ridiculous. Get over yourselves. It won't be In a short time, you're not going to be able to get anybody for him. They're just salty. Soto wouldn't take that $440 million. I mean, what a lame organization. All this news that just came out, how they wouldn't even fly him to the All-Star game. Get over yourselves. Shout out to Logan Webb. After struggling a bit in the first half, he's now sitting on eight straight quality starts with a 138 ERA and a 1038 whip across the stretch. Excellent second year for him. I'm a proud dynasty owner. About two months ago, 
just so happens to line up with around eight starts ago. I flipped Kyle Wright to get him in Dynasty. Very curious to see how that one plays out. And lastly, big shout-out to Tristan McKenzie, who leads the league in July with a .34 ERA across four starts with a top 5.79 whip in July. Very well played. Happy to see this man dominating in, in his young career. And if you're interested, he kicks off an article I just wrote last week for SGPN of first-half breakout pitchers. Fun article to hear about pitchers who were relatively undrafted heading into 2022. Tristan, of which had the highest ADP of around 212, I think. But after that, talking about guys into the 300s, 400s, 500s, and more. Let's get on to the streams of the week for week 15. Kicking it off with Monday, 725. Jacob Junis of San Fran. Pitching at Arizona, around 15% owned. Man sat for about a month plus before the All-Star break, which quieted the buzz around his breakout season. To this point, he's sporting a 306 ERA with a 102 whip, compared to the respective career numbers of 466 and 1.323. Through 50 innings pitched on the year, he's gone at least 5 innings in, in 8 of his 10 appearances, 3 of which have been quality, and has only given up over 2 runs twice one of which came in his first game back from injury right before the All-Star break. That first game back was also one of two where he didn't go five innings. Meanwhile, this man sitting on a 4-1 record, a 4.2K per walk, which would be tied for 17th in the league with Frankie Montas if he qualified. And his 5.1 walk percentage is top 25 among starting pitchers. His peripherals are all below four. And this is a good opportunity for him to get back on track with some great ratios and a couple wins in a two-star week where he gets to see the Cubs on Saturday, too. Tuesday, 726. George Kirby of Seattle, at home versus Texas, around 25% owned. He's expected to get called back up for this one after a brief trip back down to the minors where they're looking to monitor his innings a bit and his rookie campaign. But the number 20 overall pick in 2019 was a top five pitching prospect heading into the season for a reason. He was a terror for batters in the minors to the likes of a 2.61 ERA, 1.065 whip, and 10.7 Ks per nine. Even better than Junis in the K per walk and walk percentage stats in this 2022 campaign, he dominates both categories as a top three performer, having earned a 6.89 K per walk. And a 3.3 walk percentage. His 3.78 ERA and 1.24 whip are rock solid for a rookie year, backed by the 3.97 xERA, 4.13 FIP, and 3.19 xFIP. There's talk of his innings getting capped in a short time, and fatigue is only natural for a rookie. But I do believe this man has a few more strong outings in him in 2022, and Tuesday should be one of them in a winnable game versus Texas. Wednesday, 727, Braxton Garrett of Miami at Cincinnati, around 20% owned. I don't love the options for streamers on Wednesday. Even in a good matchup against the Cincy lineup, he's projected to face off against Castillo, which will make it difficult for him to earn the W. Nevertheless, Garrett is the best choice among the options, with the potential to get some strong ratios and Ks. His latest outings have been impressive. 
albeit facing Pittsburgh twice and Washington once. Three of the last four have been quality, and he pitched into the eighth once. All four have included under a one whip for him. He struck out 18 batters in 12 consecutive innings versus Pitt over the last two starts. And Garrett's another guy with a solid caper walk ratio at 4.27, with a season-long 1.14 whip. His peripherals are all floating consistently around 3.5. And he's throwing plenty of strikes with a 12th best 32.5 called strikes plus whiffs percentage. I mean, these are all solid numbers. For a banged-up Miami rotation, this guy is definitely the pick for a Wednesday streamer. Thursday, July 28th, looking at Cutter Crawford of Boston. At home versus Cleveland, 5% owned. Crawford's season-long 4.5 ERA and 1-3-1 whip are starting to look a bit inflated due to some early blow-ups and relief appearances. Across his last six games, Dude is sporting a 3.16 ERA with a 102 whip in 31.1 innings. His last two starts have been quality, while the last five out of six have qualified for the win. And that hasn't come easy either. He's faced Toronto, Tampa, the Yankees, Tampa again, St. Louis, and Seattle as his last six opponents. He's limiting hard contact to a top five percentage of 24.2, which a lot of high strikeout streamers seem to have trouble with. With a great 27K percentage, 3.9 XERA, 3.52 FIP, and 3.9 XFIP, Crawford looks like a pitching streamer we can count on this Thursday versus Cleveland and potentially beyond. Friday, Alex Cobb of San Fran at home versus the Cubs. 30% owned. Cobb's caught a lot of hate this year. And look, I mean, it's fair to be frustrated with him. He's had some of the best peripherals in the game consistently letting folks down in the first half. Everybody's been talking about him and his 2x ERA and blah, blah, blah. Well, now is the time to capitalize. The man has gotten extremely unlucky, and he's quietly turning things around. His ownership percentage doesn't reflect it. All year, he's been one of the best at generating ground balls, 64.9%, limiting hard contact very well, 23.7%. He's still throwing close to a caper inning, and the velo is still there at 34 years old. Over his past seven starts since May 29th, not including Sunday's game against the Dodgers where he has let up four runs, he's sporting a 2.79 ERA with a 1.112 whip, and five of the seven starts have been quality. It does not seem far-fetched at all that he floats around the 2.58 XERA, 3 FIP, and 2.92 XFIP rest of season. Get him while you still can for Friday against the Cubs and ride him into the playoffs. Saturday, July 30th, Mitch Keller of Pittsburgh at home versus Philly. He's roughly 10% owned. Phillies have been one of the worst teams in July. Heading into Monday, they're under 500, and they're in the bottom third of the league in terms of hits, runs, RBIs, average, and OBP. Meanwhile, Keller has shown us lately a little bit of what made him the league's number 19 prospect in 2019. He's another player whose XERA, FIP, and XFIP are all lower than his 4.55 ERA, ranging from 4.26 to 3.87. He sits on an excellent 51.1 ground ball percentage, and he's now posted four straight quality starts, making nine of his last ten qualified for the win. 
Guy generates a lot of movement, and he's definitely worth looking at at home versus Philly this week. Sunday, July 31st, looking at Nick Lodolo of Cincy at Baltimore, around 15% owned. I mentioned Lodolo in the Week 14 Pitching Streamers report, and it did not go too well. And honestly, things haven't gone too well for him in the ratio department at all in 2022. But the 26.1 inning sample is tiny, and his welcome to the league came against some stiff competition. St. Louis twice, Tampa Bay, the Mets, and San Diego. This week, he gets his two easiest matchups of his major league career, with Miami on Monday, which I also like, and Baltimore on Sunday. If you didn't know, his 13 Ks per 9 is one of the best in major leagues on 2022 season. And that's paired with an excellent 29 K percentage and 31.6 called strikes plus whiffs percentage. His 497, XERA, 488 FIP, and 3.4 XFIP all show improvement ahead of his current 5.89 ERA. He's limiting hard contact very well to 22.1%, and he's generating a decent number of ground balls at 45.9%. I see this man stringing together some good games in the second half of 2022, starting with two very good ones against Miami and Baltimore in Week 15. He's widely available, and I recommend grabbing him. I got you on a little pumper dump. Here's who I'm looking at in week 15 to kick off the second half. First up, an absolute must-add immediately. Go get him. Stop what you're doing. Dustin May, starting pitcher for the LA Dodgers. He's already 40% on Yahoo, but just 10% on ESPN, and that is a crime. Man needs to be stashed. He just began his rehab appearance, already threw 49 pitches, and he touched 99 miles per hour. Even if you don't have an IL spot, I think it's worth stashing him for a couple weeks, as it should only be that long until he's back on the mound. In case you didn't know, this guy is ace caliber. He struggled with injuries in the past, but you don't just leave a potential ace like this on the wire with potential to help you win it all the rest of the year. Guys tossed 113.2 innings in the bigs with a 2.93 ERA and a 106.5 whip. What the hell are we talking about here? 10% on ESPN? His strikeout stuff dramatically improved in 2021 also before going down for Tommy John surgery where he threw 35 Ks in 23 innings. That's a 13.7 per 9 average. Man generates a lot of movement with high velo, and I'm telling you, you'll be glad you got him if he could stay healthy in the second half, backed by that Dodger lineup. Number two, Ramon Arias, second base, third base, shortstop eligible for Baltimore. Another guy who's up there at 40% on Yahoo, but just 15% on ESPN. This man is crushing lately. He's slashing 404, 440, 723 over the past 30 days. And he's got four homers over just the past two weeks, where he's hit safely in 12 of those 14 games, and six of those 12 have been multi-hit games. These multi-position guys, you know they're valuable, especially in shallower leagues where you can slot them in all over the place and collect stats on off days. Ride it while it's hot. Number three. My guy, Nico Horner, second base shortstop eligible for Chicago Cubs, 
around 40% owned now. Happy to see that. I haven't talked about this guy since one of the first weeks of the season when he was under 5%. He was off to a good start. I said keep an eye on him. Well, here he is making a name for himself in 2022. Man's batting 303 on the year with 10 steals. And over the past two weeks, he's slashed 317, 349, 488 with three of those steals. He's not a huge power guy, but he can definitely help you rest of season with his high average if he's able to maintain that high OBP and steal rate. And lastly, Kyle Lewis, outfielder for Seattle, around 20% owned. This guy can never seem to stay healthy, and it's a damn shame. He's big potential for both power and speed with across-the-board contributions to your fantasy squads, and he's finally back on the field. For as long as he can stay healthy there, this guy is worth a look. That's all for Week 15, folks. Stay riding with me. I got you every Monday morning straight through the playoffs into the finals. We're winning these leagues, baby. Hit me up on IG or Twitter anytime, at MorningDFantasy. You'll find me on Reddit, The Morning Dump. Let me know about guys you're considering streaming, who you want to hear on the Pump or Dump, and anything else. Catch you all next Monday. Happy end of July. I'll see you Monday, August 1st. And remember, can't have your coffee without The Morning Dump. <laughs> <laughs>